This is Together 24-7, Episode 14. Hey, everybody. We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through Audible.com, Together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. And welcome to another episode of Together 24-7. I'm Barry Cohen, and I'm the man. Okay, you always throw me off with the introduction. Uh, That's my job. (laughs) That's your job. So um, I'm Catherine Cohen, so that makes me the 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 woman. woman. The the woman, right, of this show. And uh, today we are interviewing... All the way from West Cork, Ireland, Walt and Ann Hampton. Uh, Walt and Ann Hampton own Summit Success. It is a personal and professional global development firm or a global personal professional development firm, whichever way I wrote my notes. Um, They spend some of the year in Ireland and some of the year in Hartford, Connecticut, which is really fun. We want to do that someday, but not Ireland. We want to do Italy. We want to do Italy. Because you're Italian. That's right, right. And uh, so that's that's fun. They've been in business together nearly 10 years, which is about how long they've been married. They've been married for 10 years. So they just jumped right in. They got married. They got into business together. They did it all. They they are together 12 years. Between them, they have six children, and all six of them are out of the house. Woo-hoo! And, right? We heard the we heard the sigh of relief when uh, when they were talking about that. They love their kids. Well, wait a second, kids. If you are listening. <laughs> no, they didn't. I made it up. They didn't go woohoo. I didn't see them dancing through this Skype video. Nothing like that. But um, they do love you very much. They love you. Very, but don't very come much. home. Don't come home, <laughs> except to visit and then go back. So, um, Walt, and tell us a little bit more about yourselves and um, what got you to this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let Walt start because he's he this is the dynamic he's the the man yeah and I can and I'm seeing the same dynamic here and I'm like okay just let this guy just do it and then I'll kick in. So um, thank you for having us on. We're we're thrilled to be on and it's you know it's it's thrilling for us to be on with another couple who works in the same way we do. It's a little bit rare we have found to. Uh, find couples who work 24-7 and live 24-7 and, and spend their lives as closely as we do. I know so, that we're considered freaks because yeah. people are always like, you know, they uh, they see me alone in the grocery store. They'll be like, are you okay? Did he, did he die? You know, is he, no, are you okay? <laughs> like holding you hostage? Do you like, do you need intervention? Because like he's always with me. So they assume there's something horribly wrong. Like I am being held against my will in my house. Well, I understand. You- you, you, do, you do need a little intervention, but I let do. me go back to the question if I could. So um, we we were both single parents for a dozen years, raising kids on our own. And um, as our kids got older, we realized that we probably needed uh, to have real lives. And my sisters encouraged me to get on Match.com. And one day I came across this amazing profile of this woman 
who lived not eight miles away from me, who was uh, a, an intellectual, Harvard graduate, uh, creative, uh, driven, beautiful, um, who oh. was also an athlete uh, like I am. And uh, we, um, I guess we poked, well, that's... No, we, you poked, like, we, I, I've never understood anybody other. who, no, I, we didn't poke each other because I don't understand Well, we probably poking. shouldn't say that on no. the air either. But. You poked me, which I thought was queer. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so in any event, we had coffee and we immediately fell in love. And uh, her her profile, just so you know, on on Matt, she denies this, but I'll say it because I'm the man and I'm talking right now. Her profile said, "I enjoy uh, a little black dress as much as I enjoy Gore-Tex." So, uh, oh my God, she had me at Gore-Tex because I'm an outdoors person, and I thought this is a real athlete. So we got together, um, we we hit it off immediately. Our our second date was a um, a, a ten mile run, and our I think our third or fourth date was climbing a mountain. And since that time, we have um, we've built a business. We've uh, climbed for the seven summits together around the world. We've sailed oceans. We've uh, raised kids. We've sent great kids out into the world. Uh, and we have this, and we do have this amazing business. We uh, we work with uh, great entrepreneurs and professionals from all around the world. Uh, who are on the path to success. We do individual coaching and group coaching and uh, corporate training. Um, and we love our work, and we love doing it together. See, I don't even know what's left for me to say, because you just, <laughs> just essentially said it all. And I can just sit back and be quiet and just, just bat just my be, eyelashes just, like Nancy just, Reagan. Just be pretty. Oh, well, I'll just be pretty just here. Tell us a little bit about Walt. Walt told us some, some wonderful things about you, and I have a note here for the show notes to define Gore-Tex for our listeners. Oh, you don't know what Gore-Tex is? Gore-Tex? I know what Gore-Tex is. I'm right. defining it on the show notes. Gore-Tex is a miracle fabric. It is. It's one of these fabrics that wick away moisture. So if you're wearing like a Gore-Tex jacket and you go out running in the winter, it'll pull all of the moisture out. So, you know, 10 miles down the road, you're not frozen like a little ice kebab because the, the moisture has stayed in your material like cotton would. Like cotton kills, Gore-Tex is God. That's what we say around here. You, you lost me somewhere at running. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't get this belly by exercising. <sighs> so we're, 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 we're distance runners. When, I, when we got together, I was a high-altitude mountaineer, and Anne was a distance runner. And she said, uh, honey, if I'm going to do this high-altitude mountaineering stuff, we'll say stuff, um, then you need to become a distance runner. And I did my first marathon with Anne at age 53. I did my first ultra-marathon with her at 55. I did my first 50-miler race at 57, and I just completed my last ultramarathon two weeks ago uh, at 58 years old. Okay, you wanted me to talk about Walt. Yes, but he already did. (laughs) But tell us a little bit more about you guys. I'll tell you about us um, as a team. I won't won't just say that Walt is very, very good at promotion, and I'm not not nearly as good. So um, about us, Um, we get each other. We are two sharks, and sharks are creatures that really are never able to sit still for very long or they die. So energetically, we're an excellent match because on our own, um, we tend to overwhelm individuals as a unit. We're pretty overwhelming, I think, as a unit. But we... um, But we have each other. But we have each other. Like, we look at each other and I'm like, I so get you. I so understand why you are, you know, crazy like that. And, um, 
what would I say? He's out of the two of us. He is the most. It's like being married to a really sexy Eagle Scout because he does everything right. I mean, he does everything by the book. He's super disciplined, and he's um, he's he's very very thoughtful and methodical, and he gets an amazing amount of work done. And I'm more of the creative nut job in the background. Um, I think you keep me on track, don't you think? Well, I think we keep each other on track. I think we keep each other on track. And so my, my end of the business is I help entrepreneurs, I help coaches and speakers write books so they can attract more clients. And it's all about getting more visibility by putting yourself on the page, by being really, truly yourself, by putting that face forward. And so, so I tend to deal with more of the creative stuff, and Walt is more the hardcore business. Okay, we're going to get more clients. This is how we're going to build um, the client base. This is how we're going to attract clients. So our, our gifts and our focuses, they, they meld, and we end up being a, like a pretty astounding unit. Don't you yep, think? I do. Well, right. well, do you guys have any sort of division of labor? Do you split it up? Because it sounds like you have very specific very specific um, tasks that you do. Yeah. Walt does, the, Walt does the laundry. You do the laundry. <laughs> I don't no, think Walt that's does, what Barry's no, asking. you do the laundry. <laughs> I do no, do the laundry. you do <laughs> totally do the laundry because I, you know, the machine doesn't work. it would never work. get done. It, never, it no, would I never get done. I talking about our business. Oh, about our business. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, there's a pretty easy flow in our business. You know, Anne tends to watch um, the financial piece of our business yeah. uh, pretty methodically. Uh, and I tend to do more of the client development piece, but we we both have a pretty full coaching practice, um, and I think Anna's right that you know, our clients come to the table with slightly different outcomes in mind. Mine, I do help uh, the, the the focus of my part of the business is I help clients uh, get more clients and make more money. Um, I coach a number of. Uh, systems to help exponentially grow businesses from a business development and financial standpoint. And uh, Anne helps successful entrepreneurs uh, create authority around their platforms by having uh, great, yeah. uh, great books. So, um, and we both, you know, we both are avid speakers. We both are, are, we speak on big stages around the world. And I think we're both equally as good as speakers. Yeah. And um, our, our, our idea of a really fun weekend is hanging out, reading and writing. So, you know, we work, we're constantly our the, the thing is our business and our, um, and our life in general is, is, is all intertwined because it's, play for us the writing and the yeah, we, speaking we, we, and love, the... we love what we do i mean it's and almost in kind of a warped way you know we joke with our our close friends that you know we we snuggle together at night and talk about our email open rates on our infusion infusion soft yeah. <laughs> platform and um you know it's it's that's a little bit warped but um you know we'll we'll go out on a long run on a saturday morning and maybe run 10 12 15 miles and we'll talk about business I and mean, then we'll talk about politics and religion and and stuff as well but you know we'll it it's you know, I used to talk a lot about work-life balance, um, and I, and I'm a big believer that there has to be balance. And at the end of the day, there's only life. You know, it's it's all intertwined, and and that's certainly true for us. We have we have a great life, and and it's rich and full. And and as Anne said, we we love what we do. So it's it's almost hard. We don't really know from day to day what day of the week it is because our days are so rich and full and fun. 
Well, that's fabulous. I know um, if you're running, if you're walking and, and you're together, it is so such a great time to meditate and talk and it it so many wonderful ideas come to you i know with us um if if we walk together and we uh we have the privilege of of living on uh, on a beautiful mountain in phoenix in the middle of the city and we have a lot of uh natural walks here and the most amazing ideas come to you when you're walking and listeners uh who are getting ready to start your own business yes your open rate could be one of the sexiest things uh, that ever happens to you as you're developing your clientele. I, I think the, the the sexiest when you first put up that Facebook page, the first hundred likes that you get. Oh yeah, there's nothing better. Yeah, that I, is a I, major I turn on. I think the sexiest sexiest moment is when you wake up in the morning and your shopping cart has been. Filled with a, your very first order on a passive income product. Oh my god! I think that that's, is, that is, that oh is, yeah. That is <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make this uh, explicit if we keep going on about this stuff. Um, sexy. But, but Catherine, I just wanna. I wanna say something to you know, as entrepreneurs, um, what you said about walking and taking the time away. I I do a lot of emotional intelligence work, a lot of mindfulness and meditation work with high-powered um, executives and firms. And one of the things that's very challenging for entrepreneurs and professionals, um, particularly I, I was trained as a trial lawyer, I was a trial lawyer for 30 years, is that you know it, the, we live in a culture of overwhelm where the perception is that in order to succeed, we need to work longer, harder, faster to do more. And what's true is stepping back, having time to reflect, having time to talk with your partner, having time to spending time with yourself in meditative reflection. Uh, those are some of the most powerful of the business development tools. Absolutely. I t totally agree with you because otherwise your brain will just explode. I'm surprised that we don't hear more reports of people's heads just exploding. No, uh, they, they do, but they keep it quiet. I oh, think. they keep. Well, yeah. You I know, and, so. and, and this past weekend, uh, you may have seen that, um, uh, incredibly uh, article about the uh, culture within Amazon, and there's been so much feedback around uh, the work culture there. And while while companies like Google and Yahoo and uh, um, Facebook are touting mindfulness and meditation and family leave, you have a company that is so well respected and led by Jeff Bezos, who's uh, at least by this account seems to be the polar opposite and. And um, uh, there's such good research to suge suggest that really less is more, that the more um, we strip away and become aware as, as entrepreneurs and professionals as to what's really important, what gets the big outcomes and focus on that, makes our lives sweeter and it makes us more successful. I also think we should talk about the running joke in our household. The running joke in the household is we love being entrepreneurs because we get to choose which 18 hours of the day we work. We we have a magnet on our refrigerator that says exactly the same thing except ours is 20 hours. 20 hours right. My father-in-law, my father-in-law who's also an entrepreneur, uh bought that for us many many years ago when we first started in business together. So it's it's very true. It's very true. Yeah. Well, let let me ask you guys. You you met uh you met through match.com. That's a really uh super fantastic plug for them. Um, <laughs> you fell in love immediately. What made you guys decide to go into business together? 
Well, it's interesting. There's, I'll, I'll give you the short story. You can flesh it out more if you'd like. Um, I was a trial lawyer uh, for 30 years. I came out of Cornell Law School in 1984, uh, and I ran my own a trial firm. But I was always um, a uh, an unhappy lawyer, if you will. I loved, uh, I loved law school. I loved problem solving. Uh, but I never really loved the adversarial nature of the process. And so when Anne and I were together, got together, um, she was in the process of, of writing. Uh, yeah, and, I was writing. I was working on a book. And and, and and had a very creative life. And she was also into professional and personal development herself at the time. And one of her very first gifts to us was a gift to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. All right, tell me that wasn't a great it gift. It was a great gift. That was a great gift. Um, and it literally, you know, I went I went kicking and screaming, Catherine. I said, I'm not going. I don't really want to do that stuff, and um, I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. Well, we drank the Kool-Aid, and we bought Tony's Mastery University as two-year pro two program. And in the process, I realized, uh, in the process of that work, I realized that I could take the tools that I was really good at as a lawyer and use them collaborative, collaboratively in a coaching arena. And during that period of time, I was actually um, given the opportunity by Tony's team to go and train with him and become one of his elite business coaches, which I did for a period of time. And, and so all of this, this, this experiential work that we did together through a Mastery University um, showed us this way of collaborating together, sharing our gifts in the world together. And it just, it just began to make sense that we would, would do this work together. We shared this passion for personal and professional development. We began to develop this wonderful network, this community around us as we went out and did this work. And it just began to make sense. So I'm going to interject a little bit. Um, Walter, I think, was an was a entrepreneur from the time he was born. And I didn't come into the entrepreneurial mindset until Walt and I met because I was always a salaried chick. I was a chemical sales representative for years and years. And so by the time we met, I was writing full time and I wasn't making any real money at it. But I was thinking, yeah, I'm a writer. Writers just sit around and write. And about the time Walter decided he wanted to um, close up the law business because he had had enough, he said, hey, you know, it would be really great if um, – you did something too, other than you like, know what you do like, associated with law. Like maybe, maybe you maybe should you do could, something that makes make money. Some money maybe you could make some money, honey, instead of sitting there writing because it's like you're cute and all, but it'd be great. It'd be great if you made some sitting money. Sitting in your beret, looking like Ernest Hemingway. Right. And so what what I discovered is the more I wrote, I started writing about blog. I started writing a blog in order to build a platform for the book that I was writing about. And I was writing a book about my five years living in Iran and um, that's so a whole other podcast that's a whole other podcast but <laughs> so you know, a lot of when I was writing about that people were interested not in just the story about my life in Iran but how I got out of it how I developed into the person I become and little by little I recognized that some of the girlfriend talk that I would do was actually coaching coaching <laughs> And so I think Walt was the one who was saying, you know, you ought to be speaking. You ought to be speaking about your experiences in Iran. You should be speaking about what you learned, you know, how you grew up to be this strong woman. And, you know, you're talking to people about this. They want to know this stuff. So why don't you start coaching? 
And so, so the short stories, it kind of became, it was, it was an organic process. We didn't, we didn't really wake up one day and said, hey, let's go into business together. Our business our business found us. It developed organically around us, and uh, it grew organically. And it's probably only in the last um, three or four years that we brought real clarity to where we're going with it and, and what the mission of the business is. And, uh, and so um, I don't think there was a moment in time where we said, hey, let's do business together. I think we just one day we realized we were doing business together. Yeah, and, and it's like... I think it happens so fast with, with people, not, not fast. I, I think it happens that way with people where you start to do something and, and you realize that if I just take a little turn and, and I, and I'm saying this for our listeners, if I just take a little turn in what I'm doing right now and you with books and writing and you're great at it because you're teaching other people to do it. And those other people are writing things that are bringing them more clients. So yeah, you've got to be good at that. And so you take a little turn in what you're doing and what you love to do. You don't step away from your love. You don't step away from your passion no. um, because then you'll be miserable. You know, passion, passion drives everything, Catherine. You know, that's what keeps that. We, we just, you know, I think it was Confucius who said, you know, if you have work that you love, uh, then you never have to work uh, a day in the life. Or if you do what you love, you never have to work a day in your life. And it's it's true. We never, ever feel you know, other than when we have an infusion soft problem, but we never feel <laughs> we're, we, ne we never really feel that's not a plug against infusion soft. We, we love we infusion, love them, but, but 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 other than that, we never really feel as if we're working. We just find so much joy in uh, w with our clients, with the people we serve, with our community, with our colleagues, and it's just. And I agree with you. Um, I, I don't agree with the old platitude, um, do what you love, the money will follow, or, you know, sit and just visualize on your couch uh, a happy life. Action's required. Nike had it, Nike had it right long ago. You got you to gotta go out and do it. You got to actually go out and do something. You have to have a clear business plan. But I think it has to be very closely aligned with your passion because that's what gets you up in the morning and fuels you. I think what's what's happening now is people are realizing if you love what you do or if, it, it, do what you love, but if it's not working, change it a little bit. Yeah. Anne was doing what she loved. It wasn't working the way she was working it. Little bit of a change and boom, there you have your business and you're still loving it. So so that's that I think is, is the key to everything. Yeah. Uh, I love that the, the little tweaks are, you know, a lot of people just they think of biting off huge pieces. And it's so often, as you suggest, just those little adjustments that make all the difference. You know, the, the, one of the metaphors, of course, is, you know, water at uh, 211 degrees is, is water. And at 212 degrees, it'll move a steam engine or a, uh, a locomotive. And it's just, you know, oftentimes that just one degree of difference um, can change everything. And... and you know, since it grew organically, I can't imagine that it was just peaches and cream the whole way. Tell us about your biggest entrepreneurial argument or disagreement and how you work through it. So the, the biggest piece, um, just for complete transparency, is, uh, was the financial piece. We were, we were both um, passionate about the work. We were loving the work. Um, but we were... Um, not terribly good at the making the money piece of it, and we were, we weren't getting the traction, and and it was a very scary period of time as I would continue to step away. You know, I had a 
um, a colleague who once referred to the law as the golden handcuffs. You know, it's like it was a great gig, and I and I made very good money doing it, and I did it easily because I was good at it. Uh, but as I began to step away from that and do work that I really was passionate about, it figuring out how to monetize the work was a challenge, and that that entailed doing what we tell our own clients to do. Of course, you know, taking our own medicine is some of the hardest, but but to, to surround ourselves with good coaches, with good mentors. Yeah. And, you know, some of the, so the biggest transition was dialing in um, really good coaches and good mentors who taught us systems, replicatable systems for building the business. Um, and then we could finally take a breath and say, oh my God, this thing has legs. It will, it will support and sustain us and will enable us to do the work we want. Yeah, and I think, I think there's a really vital piece that a lot, of, a lot of couples will miss. I mean, we've been closely linked you know, in our life or business, and I was just as closely linked in the law practice with Walt as I am right now. And when he really wanted to get out of the law, you know, that was a tough transition for me because that money seemed super easy. You know, I had my role in the law practice. I was, you know, managing the finances. And so when he was really discouraged and really wanted to get, to, to get out of that, I think, you know, my feet dragged a little bit because I wasn't sure, you know, how to make that transition. I wasn't sure how we were going to bridge that you know, that financial I lacked, jump. I think you lacked confidence in yourself. I lacked confidence in myself as an entrepreneur. You know, I wasn't sure what we were doing. So, you know, it was that recognition, that, that moment where I, I had to step back and go, yeah, I don't want to be married to somebody unhappy. I don't want to be married to somebody who doesn't want to be doing what he really likes. And I, um, I had to really dig in and say, okay, we're going to make this transition. What do I, how can I that required you to learn to be an entrepreneur. I had to learn how to be an entrepreneur, and it was so not something I considered my nature. And now, very much so. It's a matter of seeing opportunities. It's a matter of spotting um, potential par- projects and partnerships, and you know, people that I can promote and who can promote us. And so, and you're, and you're very good at so it. So that visions come very late in life, but in that that recognition that I was going to have to make a change. I was very comfortable, but if your partner's not comfortable, you cannot be sitting there hoping it's going to stay the same, and that's that's huge. But, Catherine, I just want to flag one thing for you, which has been kind of a, 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 underneath what we've said um, but hasn't been made explicit. You know, there's there's this wonderful, um, a, a lot of people tout, well, just, you know, quit, quit your job and then do something you love. Um, and my own coach, uh, who is one of the most brilliant coaches uh, in the world, her name is Tama Keeves. She's from uh, Colorado. She wrote a beautiful book called Inspired and Unstoppable. She was a trial lawyer. And uh, Tama um, shares her story in her first book, This Time I Dance, um, in which she said, you know, I, I, almost, I almost committed suicide. I almost lost my life over this unhappy work as a trial lawyer. She was a Harvard grad, and, and the work sucked her soul. And her um, tagline is, I quit it all to have it all. She literally walked out the door and quit the practice of law. And she and I have talked a little bit about this. Um, and, and what's different about my work and the way I show up is that I don't think most of us have the luxury of just giving up, of quitting our jobs and doing this ideal thing. 
Um, and I think the more realistic way is to explore ways of tweaking what you have at the same time as you are developing your new work, developing your new life, and building um, the, the entrepreneurial enterprise. I think the worst thing you can do for a new business is to depend on it for for giving you everything you need. You it's like it's like requiring a small plant to be out in the cold in the winter time. You you end up killing your hopes and dreams if you put too much responsibility on it. And so one of the things that was true in our life, in our entrepreneurial life, is that there was a good period of time where I was moving away from the practice of law, but didn't one day just quit it. It it just ended up kind of organically um, disappearing as our new business appeared. So I just I wanted to make that explicit because there's there's there can be this idealistic vision of entrepreneurship as you know one day I'm just going to go out and stake my claim and it's all going to be great. I think that that's really important advice for our listeners, especially those who are thinking about getting into business together. I know when Barry and I started our um, our barter exchange back in 2003. I was able to delve into it a little bit more and I was able to scale back my business a little bit faster and Barry had a business and he was uh, working with a friend of ours. So it isn't something you have to jump in all at once. And in fact, I think that will stress you out if you do that. And instead it is something that you can develop and figure out a way to transition without stressing yourself out because that stress will definitely show up in your uh, business. Yeah, and I think, Anne, you hit on something also when you said, uh, you know, you didn't consider yourself an entrepreneur. And I think that word alone, entrepreneur, might scare some people. I know when we started out, I didn't consider myself an entrepreneur. I just figured, hey, we just had a business. You know, and as as you grow and as you as you do it for longer and longer, you realize, hey, you know what? I'm actually an entrepreneur. I have a title now. So yeah, it's like, the, you know, becoming the entrepreneurial, you know, the, the accidental entrepreneur. And, you know, here's the problem with, I think, our generation. I'm 52. Walt's 58. Is that I grew up thinking that a salaried position equaled security. We all did. And, yeah. And so, you know, the, when, when we would get through those tight, tight financial times where, you know, we're putting kids through school and paying mortgages and all that. I'm thinking, you know what, I'm just going to go and I'm going to get a job. And I think Walt looked at me like, you're going to get a job? Really? You, like, what kind of, you've been out of the work? What are you, you going to do? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? That's the worst thing you could but do. But, you know, it's that, that impulse of our generation to think that safety lies in a salary. And I have learned just from, you know, the number of clients I work with, that is so not, not the true. case yeah. anymore. Oh, that's a- absolutely true. There is there is no loyalty anymore anywhere. Um, now, you, you guys said that on your free time you like to read and write. So right now, what uh, business or personal development type books are you reading at the moment? Ooh. Oh, oh, um, oh, so we always have... We've got um, like 12 open. Yeah, we, have, we have um, so many books going um, at, the, at, at one time. Um, so on my desk right now, because I'm building out an emotional intelligence program for a corporation in September, I've got Travis Bradbury's emotional intelligence 2.0. Um, I've got, um, Jim Collins, uh, good to grade out on my desk here because I'm rereading that. Um, I just started yesterday, um, a book called the one thing, uh, which is about the power of focus. Um, and, uh, 
Uh, at any one point in time, we probably got three or four or five different books going on. Yeah, and see, for me, when I'm looking at books, when I'm reading books, I'm also studying the structure. Because I'm constantly teaching people how to write books, I'm shopping for book structures for people. For instance, I love the book um, Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed. It's, it's a book that she answers questions. So she was the editor or uh, a columnist for The Onion. And somebody would write in and she a question, and she would write this beautiful essay as an answer. So when I'm looking at this book, I'm like, okay, for all those coaches out there who are constantly spending time answering questions in a long, drawn-out fashion for one particular client, how great would it be to basically use that question, answering question thing, and turn that into a book? And, and of course, we're both always writing and finished her um, book, our most recent book um, this year and published. It's called How to Eat the Elephant, about um, writing your book. And um, the second edition of my second book came out this year, The Power Principles of Time Mastery. Um, yeah, and we, my, re we read our stuff and over my, and, and over my, again. And my book, uh, my first book was Journeys on the Edge, Living a Life That Matters, which became an Amazon bestseller and had multiple awards. And so we're always thinking about the next writing project as well as we, you know, I think writers... Um, our readers and readers um, like to write. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, 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 we read we're, slightly differently than the average bear. Yeah. And if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, um, take small steps. I like that. So, yeah. So here's it, and it's, it relates to what we said before. You know, when people think about, oh, I'm going to start a business. I was on a, on a coaching client with a coaching client today, oh, I've got to create this information product, I, and I don't know where I'm going to find the time. I said, well, you know, did you, um, you, you, you're going to do a, a program uh, um, in a couple of weeks for a group of women. How about you record that? And she said, yeah, I could do that. And I said, well, then that could become an information product. Um, you can just make a little tiny step and create a little tiny product to start with. Um, as a mountain climber, you know, you climb a big mountain one step at a time when you um, run an ultra distance race, you run it one step at a time. And when we try to take off, uh, take too big a bite out of things, um, we get discouraged, we get hurt, we get demoralized. And I think it's not the size of the step that matters. It's the consistency of the action. That, yeah, that's fantastic advice. Oh, and I'm, I should probably talk into the microphone, huh? Always helps, honey. Always De helps. Details, details. Um, let, let's move on to the fun part of the the interview and that is the food round so Ooh, we love food uh, so do we you should see my belly <laughs> so we're vegetarians yeah we're vegetarians and what else uh what else what how else oh, we're, we're, we're a little we're a little fanatical about our eating because we're ultra distance athletes and mountain climbers we're always uh tweaking our diet yeah uh, we're boring too boring really works for us you yeah, know we're, we're, pretty, we, we're very we, very we're consistent very, very regimented on what we eat and we're always tweaking what we eat we're always um looking at what we eat in relation to our athletic performance uh and so um but but we're not fanatical to the point where you know if Barry and Catherine invited us to your to their house and they served us prime rib we would sit down and and, dev and devour no, it. No, you happily. would you would eat the prime rib. I would be just like you know. You'd have the salad. I'd have the salad. Um, but, uh, but, can I have your piece? Yeah, yeah. you could have my piece. <laughs> I'd have your absolutely. Piece. Yeah. You can absolutely um, have it. So um, so we're not you know we're not really like uh, 
fanatics about it. But uh, and you know, we certainly like a, a nice um, ice cream cone. All right, here's uh, here's the secret to our success. Okay, we do not bring crap into, into our, our house. house. Into the house, and and that we helps. We do not bring crap into the house because if it were in the house, it would call us like you would not believe. A chocolate chip cookie has the life expectancy of about 12 seconds in this house. So we sit down on Sunday when we do our hour of power, when we do our weekly business planning, we also do our weekly um, meal planning. Um, and we outline what we're gonna uh, bring into the house for the week. We outline what our meals are gonna be. And then we go out, we shop it together. And that's what we bring into the house. And Anna's absolutely right. If there were uh, was a pound of M&Ms in the house, I would devour it in a heartbeat, but it's not here. Yeah, we talk at it nine o'clock at night. We, we say to each other, oh my God, we really should, one of us should go out and get uh, 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 M&Ms. Of course, and that's a you know twenty minute drive from uh, where we are in West Cork, Ireland, and, and nobody's going to do that, which you know keeps us helps keeps, keeps us, us healthy. Keeps you going. <laughs> L- let me ask you: Is there you you prepare on a Sunday what you're going to eat? Is there a meal that you like to prepare together? Is there a favorite meal that you know you both get involved in the kitchen and and do the preparation and make the meal together? Yeah, we cook we, we together cook, all we, the time. We always cook together. You're we always cooking together. We, cook, we we mostly cook together, um, and you know we do. Uh, uh, I don't know. We we do like bean dishes and yeah. quesadillas and Ques- enchiladas and, and yeah, we're uh, like bean people yeah, and we salad do a lot of, people. A lot of beans and... and salad, but we we love to be in the kitchen together and we love to cook together. Cool. And last question: Red, white, or beer? Um, yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, I, I we tend to go for the deep earthy. Reds, where um, uh, one of our favorite places to climb is in South America and Argentina, and uh, we love the Argentine Malbecs. Oh, uh, they're the best! Uh, but you know, a good a good dark micro brew, and and if you're in Ireland, yeah, you we need, are. The, this is the land of the Guinness, la- the land of the Guinness. So you know, you, you when in when in when in Ireland, you got to do what the Irish do. So we. You know, we belly up to the bar and have a pint or two. Is the Guinness better over there than it is over yes. here? It's night and day. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not a beer drinker, yeah. but you know, the Guinness could have me in a 12-step program in no time. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's on the it's, it's on the pyramid somewhere, and it's and it's you know, it's it's vegetarian and. Oh my God! It, it is. Sounds so healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. It is. It's one of the major food groups. But we, yeah. we 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 laugh because our daughter, when we flew her over here last year, um, wanted to go to the Jameson's factory and. The Jameson's factory has this tour that you know, takes you around, and, and they call Jameson's the aqua vitae, the water of life. Yeah, as, you walk out, you walk out, you walk, out of, you walk out of that tour, and you would fill your baby bottle up with whiskey and get it <laughs> because it's so good for you. It's like it is the life of it's the water of life, for God's sakes. You just get totally indoctrinated. Hello, listeners. We know that many of you are tuned into the show because you're looking to start a business with your spouse or life partner. If the business you're looking for is to help small businesses grow and prosper, if you're concerned about economic ups and downs, if you want a business-to-business company, well, then you want to start your own barter exchange. Want to learn more about what a barter exchange is? Don't even have the foggiest clue? Then go to www.barter21.com forward slash together. That's www.barter21.com slash together for your free ebook and a $150 discount certificate to their Launchpad Plus setup and training. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? 
Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. Question. Now, Walt, earlier when we were talking before the actual interview hit record, um, we were asking you about some, both of you, about pet peeves. And you had one in particular, and it is it is a kind of a pet peeve. So uh, listeners, take note. If you're in business or thinking about it, Walt, tell us a well, little bit. Well, wait a second. We have to introduce it. And now for the pet peeve of the day. Walt, uh-huh. what do you got for us? So one of the things that we have done um, that, will, that really has um, accelerated our business success is to get very clear about who our ideal client yeah. is. Um, and our ideal client, um, who we love to work with, who we find great joy in to work with, is somebody who is already successful, who wants to take their business or their life to the next level, who knows that the best is yet to come, who's um, a risk taker, who... It wants, to, it wants that entrepreneurial adventure. And I think our greatest pet peeve, our, perhaps our greatest frustration early in our business was dealing with people who are caught in their stories, people who are caught up in their own personal dramas. Um, and, um, and so, you know, that, that's probably a bugger for us. If we come across somebody who's stuck like that and who is just happy to be stuck like that, that's a, that's a real pet peeve for us. Um, yeah, and it know, usually comes in the form of I'm this way and I don't know why I'm this way. I keep getting in my own way and I don't know how to make it stop. And it's never about, okay, what can I do now? It's just really being obsessed with the question, why do I keep doing this? And, and you know, one of my favorite books, back to books of the, of the 20th century, was Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Frankl was an Austrian psychiatrist who was interned in the death camps and lost his family there, lost his entire life's work. And when he came out, he wrote this book, Man's Search for Meaning. And the central thesis of the book, this man who lost everything in the death camps, the cent- central thesis of the book is the greatest power of our humanity is the power to choose how we will be in any moment, regardless of our circumstances. And it's when people stand in a place of powerlessness, I think, that that is probably our biggest pet yeah, peeve. Yeah, I like that one. And that's, that's a really important one. People, get out of your own damn way. I mean, that's yes. really it. Get out of your own Just damn do way. do something. Like, what story, are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Yeah, what you know, can you do what, now? What, what the big difference I tell to, to people between, between therapy and coaching is that therapy is interested in the story. It's interested in hearing the story, understanding the story, having you understand the story. And there is a wonderful place um, for therapy. I... I I've done graduate work in clinical psychology. I believe in it. I've had uh, the great gift to go through difficult times with a, with a therapist. But coaching is about creating a powerful future from your present. And so right now, as Anne says, what can you do? What is it that you're going to do now? What small step, what consistent step are you going to take to create your best life yet? And, and that is, I mean, that that... <laughs> That's just fantastic, you know. People, 
it's great yeah. advice and and it's it, it's an interesting pet peeve a lot of us have it so walt and tell us uh our listeners want to get in touch with you they want to learn more about what you guys are doing how can they get in touch with you well, um, so you can visit uh, both of our websites. Um, mine is, I made this up myself, it's very complicated, walthampton.com. Um, no punctuation, www.walthampton.com. And you can find my books there as well, as well as information about my coaching. Um, and, and For me, it's buildabookbootcamp.com. Buildabookbootcamp.com is how you can reach me. Very and, cool. Uh, we, love, we love talking with people. We love uh, we love. We, we have a wonderful community of people. We love our clients. We love our tribe. We would love to have your listeners become members of our community so that we can uh, um, serve you in some way. So um, we encourage people to reach out to us. Well, definitely we'll have that on, on our show notes for your show. I tried to say that all together at once and it didn't work. So it's our show notes, your show. Thank you guys so much for um, enlightening us, for sharing your story with our listeners. It was great talking to you. It was great getting to know you. Thank you guys so much. Well, it's a gift to be with another couple who's uh, doing great work in the world. So thank you. Siamese twins unite. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.